Hello, this is Silu welcoming you to a new episode of the EY Tech Trends podcast, where we look at the most important issues that India Inc. needs to know in its digitization journey. Today, we are discussing the new trends shaping cloud adoption across enterprises. Cloud has become the primary driver of business growth in the post-pandemic world. Organizations are adopting the technology for various reasons such as business transformation, security, innovation and many more. With so much action in the sector, cloud technology itself is also undergoing many changes to cater to the ever-growing needs of the industry. To explain all these recent developments, we have Abhinav Jori, technology consulting partner focusing on cloud and digital transformation at EY India joining me today. A very warm welcome to the podcast Abhinav and thanks very much for joining us today. Thanks for inviting me Silu, it's my pleasure. Thank you. Abhinav, let me start with a straight question right away. How has the pandemic reshaped cloud adoption according to you? Great, a great start, salute. Thanks for picking up that question. Well, the COVID-19 pandemic is one factor which has prompted organizations to advance the pace of digitization, and we all have seen that. More importantly, pandemic has shifted the mindset from considering cloud as a lever for growth, innovation, and enhanced security, rather than just as a technological improvement. Progressively, Organizations are seeing cloud as the pivot to execute transformation initiatives, be it for business or for internal technology functions, which are mainly aimed to improve indicators of interest for the CXOs, such as time to market, systemic touch points reduction, derived experiences for our customers, employees, and suppliers, and delivering IT services at scale. So, in nutshell, what most of the CXOs couldn't have achieved with the innovation in the technology, pandemic has proven to be a great boost. And that's what we are seeing in the market today. Excellent. That is interesting. Abhinav, what makes industry clouds special and how do they help? That is an excellent and a very relevant probe, Silu. Thanks for that. Per se, cloud ecosystem has evolved considerably lot from just being an alternative to an upfront CAPEX heavy on-premises model for running the IT, to an OPEX or subscription-based model, thus providing visible impact on the economic profile of the technology. One of the challenges during cloud adoption is to achieve unification and standardization of the business processes, including the IT services supporting the business. And that's not an easy task to do as it sounds. It is often an impediment to a successful realization of the business case for cloud adoption itself. And we see this in the market very, very often with our clients as well. Therefore, the next wave of advancements in the cloud ecosystem needs to resolve the friction related to its adoption. And hence, it should provide out-of-the-box capabilities or normative capabilities, if we may say in other words, in the form of process templates, intelligent inciting, low-code, no-code features, 
which are very contextualized by sectorial nuances. If the cloud has to be the answer to continue solving complex business challenges, then one has to start preempting the use cases by sectors and deliver them in almost ready to consume format. And I would say that that would be an aha moment for the industry when they are looking forward to adopting cloud further from where they are today. Wonderful. Of the various cloud solutions available today, one of these is, um, I think, environment as a service. What is it? And how is it different from other forms of cloud, like say software, platform, or infrastructure as a service? Yeah, of course. It's a, it's a classic example of how shift left in product strategy can be instrumental in adding value to an ecosystem and provides frictionless access to the building blocks which are needed to build cloud native capabilities. For example, think about applications build out or modernization of legacy systems or even digitization based upon cloud native products, all of it. In simple words, it's a step further to the existing capabilities which we are seeing extensively used in the organization such as infrastructure as a code. And I'm just taking this example to, to make it easier to appreciate the value which environment as a service brings on the table. So in infrastructure's code, in addition to the deployment of the infrastructure, one can also take advantage of existing configurations, settings, and even code for that matter, which are needed to run various components of it, including softwares, but in an as a service model. The highlight of environment as a service, Silu, is that it brings pace to a lot of run activities, such as product development life cycles, test sprints, quality and performance activities, migrations, and in many cases, production support also. In short, if environment as a service is adopted well, this has a direct impact on the time to the market. Very interesting. Abhinav, what role does the metaverse play in cloud redesign? Fantastic. Well, we, we couldn't have completed our podcast on cloud without talking about metaverse. So very rightly placed question, Silu. The metaverse relies heavily on the cloud. We all know this. And simply speaking, as market or organization, they generate more and more business impacting and tangible use cases of metaverse it could result into scaled consumption of cloud capabilities, such as compute, storage, and security. The fact is, world is still to come to a point where the fair understanding of metaverse and its use has been fully translated from a concept to a scale implementation. And that's a phenomena which every technology progression undergoes as its evolution trajectory. If one was to predict, then one of the offshoot in cloud evolution would be shifting focus to standing up of the infrastructure with very high processing capabilities, such as higher usage of GPU-enabled cloud compute and storage. Further, it would pave way for a metaverse-focused cloud, very similar to industry cloud, which Silu, you and I just spoke a couple of seconds before. So if we are able to provide or think about a model wherein metaverse can be provided in a, on a service-based model, then that would become 
very epitome of metaverse impacting the cloud and its redesign. Now, lastly, as meta in cloud evolve, the other topics which would get further attention, and I think it's very important as we think about this topic in conjunction, they would need immense thought leadership. And these topics would be in the areas of data privacy, cloud or multi-cloud architectures, and resilience. And that's something which we cannot take our eyes off as we continue to evolve metaverse-led use cases in cloud ecosystem. Right. So what are your thoughts on how organizations should reap benefits of cloud adoption and still keep their cloud budget under check? Look, successful cloud adoption stories are often built on three main pillars. The first one being sponsorship from the top. Second being very clear multi-year roadmap, which is tied to the business-oriented use cases. And third, operational governance, which includes a very important aspect, which we call it as cloud economics. Cloud mandates in many organizations often lose momentum when they suffer inconsistent funding and lack of talent to run and manage it as well. So in addition to those three pillars, these are the often impediments which we have been observing. Organizations should consider focusing on financial operations of cloud as one of the qualification criteria to assess the efficacy of the cloud strategy. And I think that's that's a main qualifying point. If organizations were to have a successful cloud adoption within the budget they have aimed for. And there are certain strategic interventions which, which can be considered. For example, a tool-led monitoring of consumption and utilization of cloud resources on a real-time basis. Second being designing a combination of detective plus corrective controls on the cloud ecosystem, which can ensure budget thresholds are not breached while running cloud resources. And lastly, considering to dedicate a team, or maybe we can call it as a pod, which is responsible for stabilizing the governance of the cloud operations and continue to report till the time fine ops, or as we call as financial operations, becomes the part of cloud operations by design. These are some of these strategic interventions which organizations can consider in continue to reaping the benefit of cloud and at the same time keeping the budgets under check as well. That's great, Abhinav. Thanks a lot for sparing the time today and joining us for this very informative and relevant conversation, Abhinav. I really enjoyed this session and I hope you did too. Thank you very much, Selu, for having me. And thanks for the nice probe, all relevant questions. And I hope you also could find the benefit of the answers we exchanged for. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Thank you.